0: Welcome to Happiness for Cynics, and thanks for joining us as we explore all the things I wish I'd known earlier in life, but didn't.
1: This podcast is about how to live the good life. Whether we're talking about a new study, or the latest news, or Eastern philosophy, our show is all about discovering what makes people happy.
0: So if you're like me and you want more out of life, listen in, and more importantly, buy in. Because I guarantee if you do, the science of happiness can change your life.
1: Plus, sometimes we're kind of funny. It's Friday. No, it's not Friday. What day is it? It's Tuesday. I don't care what day it is. It's Happy Day. <laughs> <laughs>
0: To our final episode. Our last
1: one. Oh my goodness. So many people have been talking to me, going, No, you can't stop. It's like, I have to. I need my life back.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, it has kind of become a little bit of a chore to get together recently, but every time I do, I just think, Geez, I need to make more time for this. Yeah,
1: I agree. <sighs> it's been really interesting looking sort of back at. So many recordings and so many weeks of coming over and going, Oh my God, I'm going to record. I'm, I'm so stressed. I've got blah 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 But yep. at, the end of the, at the end of the night, it's all, it, I always leave here smiling.
0: Oh, me too. And me too. Th- Even it's... when we're fighting,
1: we're <gasps> laughing. We never fight. We just disagree vociferously. Oh, that's right.
0: <laughs> I, I think we did fight. I think we agreed to disagree we, a few times.
1: Yeah, we did. Yeah, that was in the middle. I blame COVID. (laughs) It was
0: tough. It was tough in there for a while, wasn't it? And even, you know, towards the end here now, we've both been really busy. So to do a podcast on happiness when you've got so much else going on in your life really challenges you to look at yourself and what you're preaching to others. Yeah. Yeah. Um, It is a test.
1: It was was always a little bit of a test, like, and even, even when it became difficult to find subjects to explore and so forth it was like well how much more is there out there <laughs> but you do it's about that thing of like challenging yourself and diving a little bit deeper and scraping away a few of the other layers and going all right let's get serious here let's go inside mm-hmm. and reflect and do all that lovely work that we've talked about so much
0: yeah the big big takeaway for me is that this permeates every part of your life mind and body are mm. one mm. you have converted yep. me
1: oh. does that mean i was right
0: <laughs> no <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what it does mean is I have learned more and... Well, I think we've both
1: learned more. Like, I've learned yeah. so much doing this. And I think that's what I'm really grateful for. Yeah. Being able to think things through and being on the cuff and sprout all this, excuse my language, bullshit about, you know, <laughs> the rocks on a cliff and all this crap. But being able to wax lyrical about that is one thing. But to be able to back it up with science and actually look at it logically and and evidence based, which is what we're aspiring to be. It's been really interesting and now I can I can literally spurt stuff out and go, no, because science says blah 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 blah, blah. and we know that this works because there's this, 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 this. So uh, it's been so educational I'm for me. I'm so proud <laughs> You saw it the episode that I brought, I sent you my first systematic review <laughs> as a reference point. <laughs>
0: I'm so proud. <laughs> So today we're just going to have a look back at our favourite episodes and what we learned, what what we loved recording. (laughs) (laughs) And really it's been nearly three years now.
1: I can't believe that. That's crazy.
0: Absolutely. Three years of reading a lot of scientific journals. A lot of it made no sense. Let's be really (laughs) honest, scientists, researchers are not writing for the layman. (laughs) I think they're writing for themselves and only for themselves at times. Yes, yes. So it's been tough yakka at times, (laughs) but I have learned so much. Mm, mm. And I think for me, one of the earliest episodes where it just started clicking Was Self-Care is Church For (laughs) (laughs) Non-Believers
1: The title of our book Available Mm. on Amazon
0: (laughs) (laughs) So episode 17 Was it 17? 17 Oh my lord We were a fair way in By that point And really That was Such a fun episode And without Hopefully offending anyone we really were able to bring together a lot of the research we'd already been discussing yes, and talk yeah. about it in the context of religion and, and church, more specifically. And so
1: many people who I've spoken to who have read the book or picked up the book and mm-hmm. had a look at it have said, this is so true. This is so, yes, yes, I'm on board. It was it was such an epiphany for so many people going, oh yeah, we've, we, we don't do faith much anymore and yep. yet self-care is faith. Yep. it is jumping on that bandwagon and believing and just going deep. And it's—I it, agree. It was—it was a—it was, was a reason why we turned that one into a book.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And then the second episode. So I think we came back for episode thirty-eight. We circled back on it, and then not long after that first one, one of the first ones that we got some uh, viewer feedback <laughs> saying it wrong. Oh, was <laughs> the Danish art of Huger. <laughs> <laughs> oh, another really fun episode! <laughs> what a great concept to explore.
1: Oh yes, yes, I, I'd forgotten about that one. You, it, it is, it's brilliant. Get around in your PJs. Get out some nice wine or some hot chocolate. Watch Disney movies. Watch romantic comedies, and just chill in front of the fire. It's it's brilliant.
0: I love it. And then we we went from there pretty quickly to looking at happy words from around the world <laughs> and I really feel like we didn't do this justice we had I think about 20 words that we looked at and concepts that don't yeah. equate to anything in English
1: which is so brilliant the fact that it doesn't actually translate that actually makes it more interesting
0: it, it does like hygge we don't have a word for it but yeah. it's a thing it's a real thing and, yeah. and for everyone who's you know heard the word and understands the word now it means something to them. So we flew through I think about 20 words and concepts and I think that was when I was first introduced to forest bathing. Ah, that's on my list!
1: (laughs) (laughs) Forest bathing, it's a real thing folks.
0: And it's not swimming in the forest.
1: No, it is so important and so vital and I think everybody should go out regularly and have a forest bathe. It needs to be two hours of a walk. The fact that there's You know, institutions researching this in the UK and that it came out of Japan. It's such a win and it's, you feel it. It's visceral when you go for a walk in the forest. And it takes me back to when I was actually in Japan and we got lost on the side of a mountain outside of Kobe, which is in the Southern Island. And we literally were like, where where are we? Um, Are we gonna be able to make it down the mountain this afternoon? Are we gonna get the helicopter in and all that sort of stuff? But it was, you came out of there feeling electric. Mm -hmm. You can feel the energy pulsing through you. It's like taking a huge hit of some methamphetamine or something. You just are tingling. So valuable.
0: I love it. (laughs) And I think we also looked at nature more broadly and the Mm. impacts of nature. Yes. We are natural beings.
1: We need to be in touch with nature. We need to tap into that. And especially for those of us who live in megacities... Uh, green space, blue space. Those were a couple of my episodes as well that I had listed. Understanding what blue space was. Access to water. It seems like such a normal thing, especially (laughs) for an Australian, maybe. Especially for a coastal Australian. Yeah, yeah. It's why why we live in the cities on the coast. It's why most of Australia lives on the coast, because we have these beautiful beaches and so forth. But having water in your home, having water around you, it's so... Healing, meditative—it taps yeah. into so much energy as well.
0: And I think subconsciously we know this. And there's mm. a reason why people retire to the beach.
1: Of course, yeah. yeah. Th-
0: Everywhere in the world, mm. you know, in America mm. they go to Florida. Yep. Here we go up up north. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone else in Europe goes down south. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there's
1: there's a power in the beach as well. Like I lived on the beach in Adelaide when I lived there, and it, the best time was winter. It was. Bitter cold, well, bitter cold for Australia, which means 12 degrees, <laughs> let's face it, folks, for our European listeners. But you're going down and standing on the jetty when there's a storm and, and the waves crashing and the sea spray hitting you in the face, there's an energy there. And again, there's that electrifying quality.
0: Or would you say there is awe
1: Ah or inspiration. Mm. Yes, another oh. brilliant episode. Yeah. That made so much sense to me when we discovered that. Yeah, so and I, I think
0: what you're talking about maybe there is, you know, those those summer storms and waves crashing yes. and all yeah. that that's all. That's nature at its finest. Yeah. And that's a whole other kettle of fish really when it comes to just making us appreciate our surroundings and our place. Mm.
1: And in understanding the world. how Relatively small, our personal issues may be in the context of a Mm. global perspective. And that can be a really, that's a tangible tool for dealing with your mental health. And I think that's a real big takeaway for me is if you've got those things that are seemingly insurmountable, go and stand on a mountain, go and look out at the moon as it rises over a body of water, that makes you realize, wow, there's a big world out there. And (laughs) yeah, I can get past this. Yeah. I can get over this and I will, I can, I can conquer. Sound like an American.
0: <laughs>
1: I don't know why that accent came out. Yeah.
0: Um so another episode of mine that I wholeheartedly
1: agree with and was
0: happy that we could report on was Can Swearing Make You Happy? Yeah. <laughs>
1: And the findings were, yes. resoundingly yes. <laughs>
0: I also loved laughter is the best medicine.
1: You and your yoga laughter. That was a big win for you.
0: Yoga laughter, which I, I proceeded to do for a good six months. And I've still got it on Google as a reminder every morning. Although I ignore that now. So it's just become part of the background noise. like Like post-its. But the trick to put a pencil in your mouth.
1: Do you remember us doing that? Yes, to activate the muscles. And I've done
0: that with my team a few times at work. Ah. And it just makes everyone giggle. It's, really, it's a really good icebreaker. Yep. I can't recommend it enough if you want to just lighten the mood and have everyone bond a little bit. Yep,
1: yep. It's the concept of play. And that's why we mentioned that in one of our episodes as well, this idea of playing and getting in touch with your inner child and exploring, doing things that are slightly outside of your comfort zone. A bit silly. Yeah. Yeah. And going with it, Mm -hmm. you know, run naked through the forest, you know, improv, throw things at people that are fun and, you know, have an ice cream bath
0: (laughs) safely. Yeah, Not in a way that's going to hurt them. That's what I mean. Like, you know, soft
1: things. (laughs) But play is really important. It taps into a really joyful energy. And changing... The big one for me is changing our physical state. So if you can change your physical state, that relates Mm -hmm. so much to your mental state. So literally... Shake it off, you know. Tay, Tay, you know. Give it, give it up to her, my home girl. Home girl, is that right? That's, that doesn't. That sounds incredible. Like trying
0: long. to sound a bit cool. There, yeah, and it's failing miserably. <laughs>
1: <We're> not working. <laughs> uh, but yeah, shake it off. That 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 whole concept of moving your body to change your mental state—that is mm. for me—is a, a massive takeaway. And I know that because of movement practice and how important that is for people yep. on a, on a daily basis.
0: Yeah. And speaking of shaking it off. I think one of the funniest episodes for me was Sphere of Control and Chaos. Ooh, that was a deep one. Where we talked about the M&M, the orange, and the watermelon.
1: <laughs> so one of our mutual friends literally two weeks ago said, this is my watermelon. I went, what? <laughs> I said, it's my Watermelon. And I was looking left and right going, what is this dude on? And he's like, in your podcast. I'm like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I had to go back and look it up.
0: (laughs) So that would be everything outside
1: of your control and influence.
0: (laughs) (laughs) What the hell is he talking about? (laughs) And look, I don't come back to that one from a, a learning perspective too often. But what I do come back to is the the M&M the orange (laughs) I don't know why I thought those three things go together
1: it it, it was iconic I must admit (laughs) for me one of the big ones was the Ikigai episode um, looking at the uh, island uh, of Okinawa Mm
0: -hmm. in
1: Japan with the largest concentration of uh, centenarians in, in the world and the reasons behind why they do this and I bought the book I have given the book to friends i have bought it for friends i have i think i bought 10 copies because it's that for me is one of the most pivotal episodes i think that we i investigated mm-hmm. and it made sense to me this whole idea of purpose and meaning and yeah. as we know that's one of the three pillars of our definitions of yeah uh, happiness. Of happiness having purpose having something in the morning to get up for if it's making a hairbrush you know, it's your purpose. You wake up for that it. It's
0: if... so random.
1: Well, that, that was the story the that I dice. used. <laughs> 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 Remember I used the story of the woman who was making the hairbrush and she made them for some big company and the, the dude came to this company in Japan and went, I want to see your manufacturing plant for the hairbrush. I went, yeah, sure, it's the chick out the back in the shed because she loved making hairbrushes and that mm-hmm. was her purpose and she would wake up every morning and make these hairbrushes and they were the best hairbrushes in the world.
0: No, I yeah. don't remember it. Me
1: <laughs> but yeah, Ikigai for me, that's that's probably the biggest aha moment for me in, in all the episodes. Along with forest bathing.
0: I think there are a few, you know, we move from ones that I just will treasure <laughs> because of how much fun it was to make them with you, to lessons that I will take with me from yes. you know, from three years. Yeah. There are there are so many. I think the five love languages and love maps. Mm. Oh,
1: that was fun.
0: They were really great ways of understanding love from someone else's perspective. Yes, and, it and made so much
1: sense to me about relationships.
0: Yeah, understanding how to meet someone else's needs. Mm. So that I still, to this day, look at people and go, well, you know, my love language is service. So that's, mm. that's why me cooking you dinner yep. is is my way of showing my love. Yeah. And I completely understand if people, you know, aren't cooks themselves or, you know, <laughs> th- that might not be
1: their love language no. as well. Yeah. 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 But that's, that's the thing. It's recognizing how someone is expressing love. Yeah. And I almost feel like, if, you know, if the world could take this lesson and learn it, we would all be in a better place. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is. It's about recognizing... That's not maybe how I would express it, but it's how you express it. Putting yeah. yourself in the other person's shoes and going, oh, it's lovely that they made me a dinner that has burnt rissoles and cabbage. <laughs> what are you saying?
0: <laughs> Every year I cook Thanksgiving. <laughs> oh, oh I, 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 I
1: take it back, I take it back, take
0: it back. <laughs> and that's my thing. <laughs> And everyone walks away full and drunk. Thank you. Oh
1: my God. Your Thanksgiving dinners are amazing. And what I love about that, if that's a really good reference point, because I remember the first year that we did a Thanksgiving dinner and we all sat around the table and Mari said to us, we all have to offer up our thanks. And everyone had to speak about the one thing that they were thankful for. The first year I did it, I was like, oh crap, crap. I don't know what to say. I've got to say something good and intelligent and witty and clever. (laughs) And then this year Mm -hmm. we did it and it, It was very honest and it was very raw and it was very vulnerable, but it was really heartfelt and I felt like I could do that because I was so sure of what I was grateful for because I've been practicing gratitude for three years having Mm -hmm. done this podcast. So it came out of me so quickly and so honestly. And I think I babbled for a bit because I had so many things that I could list. Off. <laughs> and I'm
0: happy for the sun and the, snow and the trees and the moon. It
1: was, it was very emotional folks, let me just tell you. It was beautiful. <laughs>
0: I think absolutely gratitude has been the big one for me and I still practice gratitude Mm. and I think that's been a huge constant through COVID that's helped me stay positive I think also that purpose and meaning the you know that you're Mm. talking about with Ikigai Mm. has really helped me as well and helped me out of that dark place you know I think very early on we talked about my background and what prompted me to start all of this yeah yeah you know coming out of the back of an accident I think also the episode we did on living a psychologically rich life. Yes. That was a real great lens to put on a lot of this, and and again, ikigai, psychologically rich life, they're really different lenses on a lot of the same stuff. Mm-hmm. But what I liked about the psychologically rich life is that idea of novel experiences or seeking yes. new experiences, oh. like travel. Gosh, yes. And that really speaks to me as well. And then the other thing I wanted to say, you know, we're, we're running a bit low on time, but nope. as usual, <laughs> that, um, is all the episodes we tried to balance about things like toxic positivity mm. or, you know, balancing negative feelings through COVID. Yep. We're definitely not psychologists and mm. we didn't want to delve and, mm. and make this about things that really deserve more time and one-to-one you know, uh, effort, yep. investment, what, investment than what we're doing. But I think you can't talk about positivity without talking about negativity. No,
1: they're two parts of the yin yang. You need to have the dark with the light, and yep. you need to give that space. Yep. And you need to give that time and process.
0: And I think what really is going to stick with me is that permission to not have my shit together. <laughs> yes! <laughs> right? That yeah. permission to just go. Well, this is effed. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And, yep. you know, t- if 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 you knew what had happened in the past month of my life alone, <laughs> it feels like life is just throwing shit at me. Yeah. Right. Yeah, fling, fling, fling. And the latest one last week is that our house flooded and we've <laughs> had to throw away a whole lot of furniture. And we so there's a lot going on. But it felt like one thing after another, after another. Mm, mm. And I think through it all, it's been horrible. We've had a, you know, a death in the family. We, I've got an injury, which mm. is causing me pain. Like mm. it's just one after the other, after the other. And I've been able to, I think, step back from it. Know that it's okay to be sad and yep. not happy. Have that permission. Have that permission to to mourn, but also mm. then to move through that and to move on. Yep. And it's a much more healthy way of just taking the good with the bad. Yeah. And giving
1: the bad that space and understanding that it's something to deal with and it's something to process. And then you get the upswing and then you'll have another downswing
0: and that's okay. And that's life.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely.
0: That's life. So there's two that I want to finish with that I I think I'm still a cynic on, Pete.
1: (laughs) Oh dear, I think I know which one you're going to list (laughs) to. Was this one of
0: your favourites? Maybe it was. (laughs) breathing your way to hell.
1: I knew you were going to breathe it up. I knew you were going to breathe that up. I still stand by my science. It's in there. All those people that I talk about.
0: Look, I have to say that got so scientific that I was, I was almost switching out. I was like, I've created a monster.
1: Your vagal tone is real, Marley. Marley? Mari? Who am I talking to? Vagal tone. Look it up, people. The, the quality of your vagus nerve. That was me out of my depth. That was, that was yeah. I, I, I went deep on that one. <laughs> and that's the thing I've learned about that a little bit more in how to, or maybe I haven't learned, maybe that'll be the test. <laughs> but diving deep on some of this stuff, you do come up against some, some really big topics and sometimes yeah. you've got to collate all that information and digest it. Mm-hmm. And I think that was an episode where I was digesting a little bit.
0: <laughs> digesting as we spoke. I
1: right? still think it's real. Vagal tone. It's a real thing.
0: Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. It sounds a bit sexual to me, but anyway. <laughs> And then the last one that I'm sort of, I'm still on the fence on is positive affirmations. Mm. And again, everyone talks about how you take what works for you and you put aside what doesn't work for you. And I know that positive affirmations, particularly for people who are prone to negative self-talk, positive affirmations can really balance out that negative self-talk. For me, they just seem a bit wanky. (laughs) I
1: I agree. I'm not a positive affirmation person. That's, that leads into toxic positivity for me. It's, And it is about what works for you. If standing in front of a mirror and repeating that phrase to yourself garners you and gives you an energy, go forth, love it, get out there, be amongst it. Mm -hmm. For so many of us, it doesn't work. And it's based on deeper qualities of values and and beliefs. And I think that's where the real work lies. And I think that's the other thing, the big takeaway for me, is that if you do the work, this becomes a space where you explore and you discover and it creates an amazing amount of joy and happiness because doing the work is hard. So getting in there and actually investing in it, I think is the best takeaway that you could take from this podcast.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And if you want to know what my actual positive affirmation sitting on my fridge says.
1: Wow. Wow. Wow.
0: I am more than worthy. I am a fucking warrior woman. Girl power! <laughs> I think that's the first time I've sworn on our show. I'm going to wrap this up there with my time. Love it. Is there anything else you'd like to say to our listeners? I want to say a huge thank you to everyone who's emailed us or reached yes. out on social media yes. or you know, bought the
1: book, come to now. our events, just said thank you on in a casual glance. It's been such a privilege to feel that our little conversations have actually done something or brought awareness around or changed thoughts
0: Other well, than anyone actually listened <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: for a while there we went not sure yeah, absolutely.
1: <laughs> are we just doing this on our own
0: it has been such a ride and I think to do this through COVID as well has mm. It, mm. you know, been so topical I think the world is changing so quickly and this stuff we never were taught in school. I think mm-hmm. the younger generations are being taught a lot of it. And yeah, they're, I'm they're, really they're, yeah. happy for them. Yeah. But yeah, for absolutely. the rest of us, we're, we're kind of playing catch-up. Yep. So it's only going to get tougher out there, I think, in the world. There yep. is so much going on and this stuff's really important. Mm. So it's been, Do the work, people. It's been a
1: pleasure, Pete. Mars Love you. Oh PD. Always will. Oh. <laughs> I've gotta say it's been a real joy to sit opposite you the table for so long and share
0: Slap and legs. trust.
1: Yeah. Tell me that I'm making too much noise. <laughs> <laughs>
0: drink our martinis. Yes,
1: but we will take that forward and uh, for the last time. Mm. Be happy people.
0: And stay cynical. Thanks for joining us today. If you want to hear more, please remember to subscribe and like this podcast. And remember, you can find us at mariskelton.com where you can also send in questions or propose a topic.
1: And if you like our little show, we would absolutely love for you to leave a comment or rating to help us out.
0: Until next time,
1: choose happiness.